0: everyone happy monday welcome to the northern kentucky spotlight podcast i'm your host sarah brookbank today we have a very special guest we are joined by ashley dubois she is the northern kentucky chamber's new talent strategy specialist and director of diversity equity and inclusion conversation with ashley is so great i'm excited for you guys to hear it she talks about the position her goals and priorities for the chamber it's great you guys are gonna have a wonderful time listening to her thank you to our sponsors our title sponsor CVG. Our digital sponsor, Sea Crew Consulting, and our episode sponsors, Haran and Heartland Bank. Now, before we get into the rest of the episode, I wanna talk a little bit about the Women's Initiative 13th Annual Breakfast. Celebrate Your Now will serve as a the theme for the Northern Kentucky Chambers Women's Initiative 13th Annual Breakfast, sponsored by PNC. Christy Dimertekis will deliver the keynote address, which will incorporate her message of using faith to conquer fear in one's personal and professional life. Women's Initiative Annual Breakfast takes place on Thursday, February 3rd, starting at 8.30 a.m. The Women's Initiative Annual Breakfast will also include the presentation of the Debbie Simpson Spirit of Achievement Award. That award goes to Melissa Lutz of Champlain Architectures, who is our 2020 honoree. Don't forget to get tickets for this event. It's gonna be a really great one, and it is just around the corner. Now, I will let you guys go to a member of the week and hear that conversation with Ashley. I will check back in with you guys later. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France. And now home to both DHL's and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at cvgairport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention,
1: uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking
0: suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. Ccrew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media, where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. OrthoCinci Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is an independent group of physicians serving 12 locations in greater Cincinnati. OrthoCinci's nearly 500 staff members support surgical and non-surgical specialty services. Emerald Trace is a campus expansion of Rosedale Green, a highly recommended nonprofit serving Northern Kentucky for more than 50 years. Emerald Trace is Medicare 5-star rated and offers short-term skilled nursing and rehabilitation care. Young Smiles Pediatric Dentistry specializes in the treatment and care of young children and children with special health care needs. Specializing in building positive relationships between retail and online sales channels, Life's Organics mission is to add value and efficiency through the entire product lifecycle. At Peter Family Dentistry, they value patient relationships, making it their priority to deliver gentle, compassionate care that you deserve from a dentist in Independence, Kentucky. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I am joined here by Ashley Dubois. She is our talent strategy specialist and director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. Ashley, thank you for coming on the podcast thank today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really hard to get you um, because you're just down the hallway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and really busy. Really very busy. Yes. yes. You have been with the chamber since the beginning of the year. You really just started. Uh-huh. So tell me a little bit about your background, yourself, and your new position. So very big question. So I started January 10th, it was
1: awesome. I just came from the Northern Kentucky Co-op for Education Services. So we worked really closely with the co-op and it was actually interesting how it all kind of played out. So someone who I went through, Leadership Northern Kentucky, I was meeting for lunch to just kind of talk about leadership and life and what's going on and he was like, you totally need to talk to Gene. Like, we have a job for you. And I was like, i am not looking for a job. And he was like, but we have one for you. Um, And I love Dr. Davis for that. And so I met with Jean, and the job just kind of came. We we just really had some great synergy in that meeting, and I'm so glad that that happened. And of course, we talked to you know the co-op, and you know like I was like Amy, like essentially, how do you, you know how do you feel about this? And it has all been beautiful. So that work is really awesome,
0: um, and it's taking
1: off. I'm originally from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, grew grew up in Cincinnati, went to Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. I have an undergrad degree in uh, family studies and social work, and a minor in criminology. So I was going to. Save the world, but I also really wanted to study, like, I was, was studying school shootings and, like, behaviors. Yeah. So I was really interested in going to, like, forensics and really, I was like, maybe I'll, you know, venture into the FBI and, like, do something super spy. Yeah. They didn't really work out. And so, <laughs> and so I ended up moving to China. Okay. And it was so much fun. So I lived in South China, lived in Guangzhou, been all over, had a blast. Um, But then really realized that I went over to learn more about the education system. Mm -hmm. So we had a really large influx of our Asian population students coming to Miami and excelling. And I was like, well, I feel like me going to the public school system that we have here in the US, um, being from this area, I struggle, you know, like there is a difference there. So I really just wanted to do some investigative work and like see what was going on. So I went over, I taught English, I had a blast. But then I was like, I think I want to go home. I think I now know what I want to do. So I came back home, moved to New York upstate New York and went to the University of Rochester. Okay. uh, And I have a master's degree in higher education student affairs. So I was like, you know how I'm going to save the world? Be a college president. That's how you save the world. Educating the youth. I mean, you have to. Um, And then that didn't really work out. (laughs) But it's been an amazing journey of meeting a lot of people, Mm -hmm. learning what organizations are doing what, um, actually got into some CBOs, some community-based organizations, and really hit the ground with nonprofit work first. Mm-hmm. Ventured off into higher ed, and that's really where the DEI focus kind of started. And so um, at a state university in New York, it's called Rockport. Um, awesome! They just hired their first woman president. We had this new vice chancellor of diversity. It was awesome. And so learning and understanding what students need versus balancing community need, how we all grow in that area has really led to this path of understanding people. Mm-hmm. I always tell people I. I am A professional networker at heart, I could literally be friends with a rock. <laughs> I could, I talk to anyone, but I talk because we all have a story. So yeah, everyone has something about their life that makes them super interesting. Uh, I get that a lot from admissions work, right? You have to make you write, yes, they have to get in college. Like, what makes you you, but more than that, um, like what made life life for you? How do you describe that? Like, I'm always asking people, What is your why? Right? I have a, a, a part of the business, one of the businesses that I own is like, Find Your Why. The whole point of life is to, to to discover who am I, why am I here, and what am I going to do while I'm here? So I love DEI work because it's a lot of having people do some self-reflection like who am I, what kind of culture do I have in my business or my organization, how am I enriching the culture and the people around me? So right. that's how I kind of, I love this work and fell into it. So I've lived a lot of places and I had a lot of lives, but I'm so glad that I'm here. It's been an awesome two weeks at the chamber.
0: <laughs> yeah, two weeks at the chamber. It's crazy. You uh you've had this amazing journey. You're back in basically your hometown. Yes. Um when you think about the position, uh it's a really long title. We kind of joked about yes. that before, and you said some really insightful things about the position, about the title and about the work that you're gonna be doing with yes. the chamber. So will you tell our podcast guests Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. Um, so I think
1: outward-facing talent strategies, right? So we're talking about where we have this new population of people that are coming in, a little bit younger, a little bit hipper, mm-hmm. want a little bit of a different vibe. And so we have that, and we are building that with, like, Meet NKY, which is one of our chamber members. Cincinnati has it. So how do we bring that to the broader area? Well, more than that, it's about focusing on the whole person. So, yes, they came, they came with their job, but then maybe how did we orient them? Did we tell them what amazing neighborhoods we have? What kind of area are you looking to live in? Um, these are some of our amazing school districts. What are some things you're looking for, right? These are the opportunities we have outside of work. So for young professionals, we have the YPs. Um, if you're already a little bit more seasoned and you're thinking, like, how do I grow my leadership skills? We have leadership northern Kentucky. Right. If you're a bomb woman, we want to in women's initiative. Like we have these amazing things happening. Mm-hmm. So that's really the talent strategy side. It's really making sure that we are tapping into that talent and making them want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we do that? That's where the inward focus comes in. So DEI, the DEI part of my title is very much so inward. Is the chamber doing and saying as a chamber mm-hmm. what we want other businesses to do and say? Right. And how are we making sure that talent is retained? So that's why I have a very large title, but those are some of the main things that we want to focus on. Yeah, that's a
0: great way to kind of describe the long title yes. and all of the work <laughs> that you're going to be doing. And it's great to have someone like you with your amazing background and all of these different fields to be able to network with our chamber members and Internally, walk the walk, yes. not just talk the talk. Yes. That's something that we've talked about with our strategic imperatives throughout the years. You know, um, When you talk to Garen Colvin, when he talks about our board of directors, it's our most diverse board ever. And nominations are open for the new board, um, so apply. But uh, one of the things that I really want to ask you about is what's on the horizon for you and for the chamber in terms of our DEI priorities? So
1: right now, um, by the time this airs, we're going to be walking into Black History Month, right? Right. Which is really big, um, but we are also going to take a different spin and approach to this. So what we're going to do is we're going to highlight some of our small minority-owned businesses, specifically Black-owned businesses, Mm -hmm. and we're going to very much raise them up and give them the notoriety that they need, which I think is going to be awesome. In that came this awesome idea to do these, like, mini snippets of some people that are just doing amazing things all throughout the year instead of one time a month. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really going to start to, again, walk the walk but also getting people to know that there are more people in the area and the region. Um, If you're not from here, it can feel very isolating because you feel like everyone knows everyone, but I don't know anyone. Yeah. Well, we don't want people to feel like that. So (laughs) one of my goals too is to let them know for all the people that we're going to go out and meet and talk to so that they can be highlighted, but also hoping that someone will reach out and say, Hey, I saw you and, and I would love to connect with you. I think we have a lot in common. Yeah. So that's one of my goals of some things that we're kind of working on. The other thing that we're going to be doing is we have a diversity mixer coming up, it's actually right after Black History Month, but that one we came up with a really um, interesting title, Inclusively um, Diverse Businesses Connecting. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure, um, or I think we think we change the word to Intentionally, Intentionally Connecting Diverse Businesses. We're going to change it a little bit more, but we want to make sure people understand and know why some of our larger companies should be working with some of the minority-owned businesses and they may not be small. So I've been challenging people on word choice. Usually we say minority-owned, we say small. Small minority-owned business, And I'm like, maybe they're not small. Yeah, maybe they're huge. Maybe they're huge. Yeah, maybe they're medium. Yeah, maybe they're entrepreneurs, right? So we very intentional about our language. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's coming up and I'm super excited for that. And then, of course, we, um, we do have a sponsor. Which is really awesome. And I'm so excited. Fifth Third has agreed to be our sponsor, which is huge for us. Mm-hmm. Actually, that news came on day one for me.
0: Yeah, like 450. You walked in and you were big, like, oh, I like, love these sponsorships. They have a sponsor <laughs>
1: for you. I was like, what? So that's gonna be amazing. So, really kind of tapping into our sponsor. What is it that you would like to see? Because Fifth, mm-hmm. Fifth Third does a lot in our community. Um, so, what is it that you would like to see, and how can I help partner with that? But also, I'm not one person, I have a team of people. We have a DEI committee, we have subcommittees, and I wanna make sure that all voices are being heard we are being very intentional about what we put out, um, as well as who we have in and on those teams.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good point, especially about the committee. Um, If there are ways that people like watching this want to get involved, how can people get involved with these DEI committees, get in touch with you, and really start internally in their own companies Walking that walk. Oh, that would be
1: awesome. So my email is very much on the Chamber website. We will we, link it. I was going to say, we <laughs> can definitely link it. Reach out to me. Let me know what you're interested in doing. If your business is not a member of the Chamber, let's get you to join. Um, that would be awesome because we have a vast network of people who do so many amazing things. And you will not know the amount of talent that's not necessarily their primary job. They have a job, but they have all these other passions and things that they're talented. And you just never know who you're going to meet. Um, So I would love to get you plugged in on some committees. We're also talking about even the building and expansion of our committee, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. We are going to be very strategic about that, though, because I had a previous boss who was awesome. She would always say we go slow to go fast. Sometimes we have to crawl before (laughs) we walk. So we really want to make sure that we are doing it and we're doing it right. And we can one, we can scale it, but two, data is so important. Are we doing what is needed or are we not? Right, and then is it right, is it wrong, but instead of making that a subjective conversation, the data says that we should be doing these things. So very much so getting people engaged and taking surveys. We need the qualitative, but we definitely need the quantitative as well. Yeah,
0: that's very cool. I'm very excited to have you at the chamber. These Big <laughs> ideas are so exciting. And one of those things, as, as you think about your future at the chamber, when you think about a year from now, five years from now, what are some of the things that you see as goals or actionable items that you're really striving for? I know you've only been here for two weeks, but you seem like a big idea person. So what are those big ideas that we can look forward to? Year
1: one, I would love to have some very concrete things that the chamber has already done, Mm -hmm. but also identifying some of those areas that we can grow in. So because I am two weeks old, I'm just essentially learning, right? Two weeks old. But once we get into it, what are some things that we really do want to learn about ourselves as a chamber? How can we not necessarily rebrand, but maybe just pivot the brand mm-hmm. of the chamber, what the chamber is to this region, and how um, we get to leverage who we are, what we have been, and what we have done with who we want to be, who we want to become. So a lot of that, too, with the, attract- with the attraction of talent, when we work with those entrepreneurs, how are entrepreneurs um, on our boards? Are their voices being heard? Because they are businesses. Um, and are we engaging them? Um, even talking about membership, right? So membership is very much a so standard. But for mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, the membership price can be a little scary. We don't want them to be scared off. So what are some ways creatively that we can get those people to the table and have some conversations? Um, definitely strengthening our relationship. I feel like the bridge feels like a huge divide, yeah. but it's not, right? We're right. One bridge away, like we can absolutely work together a lot more. So those are some things I definitely want to see. I think five years, I would love to lean more into the data to tell me what we should be looking forward to, mm-hmm. but in five years, I would love to come back and have this same exact conversation and yeah. talk about the amazing things that have happened and amazing things that are to come, mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: Yeah, and I know we all look forward to seeing everything that you do. Ashley, before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to talk about with this position? Uh you know, things you're excited for, anything like that? Oh, yes. I'm absolutely excited
1: for the women's um, initiative. The women's brunch is happening, mm-hmm. and I'm so I've, been, right? yeah. so I've never been, right? So I've never been. But I'm so excited to be able to go and see all the amazing women that are in that room. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I'm also really excited to learn how we can get more people involved with the chamber. But when when I say that, I mean people who don't even know what the chamber is. So yeah. one of my goals is to make sure that communities that look like me, communities that I've come from, understand what the chamber is and what the chamber does, and also how they can get involved and utilize the benefits that come with the chamber. I really think we're missing a group of people because they don't know what they don't know. Right. But I wanna make sure with the privilege we have in these particular roles, that we're intentionally going out into the community and talking about the benefits of the chamber. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the grassroots approach of going and knocking on doors door and saying, I would love to invite you to this event, will you please come to this event? I really think we would love to have you. Mm-hmm. And then walking them kind of into that relationship. So I really want to be intentional about the relationships we're creating, but I want to go out and get some more people who are like, I didn't even know that the chamber existed. Because my mom totally called me and was like, what's your job? Where are you working? <laughs> what are you going to be
0: doing? Which is a fair question. Right, and I think, uh, I think a lot of people think that way. They know that the chamber exists, but uh-huh. they don't necessarily know, especially I'm fairly new to working with the chamber. Mm-hmm. As uh, well, I started over the summer um, and talking to people, especially as we've been expanding our reach of the podcast as well. A lot of people, you know, they don't know that we offer something like this where we were like, no, we're going to have you on. We're going to show a video. Yes. We're going to show you to our listeners and expand your own reach and yeah. help. One of the things that um, I love in doing with the chamber, with the podcast and with our social media is being able to lift our members up. And that's all of our members. They can be small businesses. They can be huge businesses like Fifth Third. You know, uh, last week we did a lot of work with the Bengals. Yeah. Blue day. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed this air. My, my orange. Um, <laughs> but one of those things I think is really interesting is, like, making those connections and just letting people know what we do. Because yes. a lot of people have no idea that the chamber has all of this stuff. Yes. Like, all, like nearly events every single day – all of these committees that people can get involved in, and all of these initiatives and efforts to really raise the profile of Northern Kentucky and Greater Cincinnati so that, you know, we get more talent and attraction uh, and retention for companies, businesses, and employees. And it's a huge effort, and there are a lot of moving parts. There are a lot of moving parts, but everyone does their thing very well.
1: So I'm trying to join the very well part of it. (laughs) but with 10 days in, I got some amazing support. Um, I Brent called me, and I've never had a CEO call me before, and he was like, do I call you Mr. Cooper? He's like, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, Brent's <laughs> awesome. If you don't know Brent, talk to Brent. Um, but he called me and just let me know how excited he was for me to be here. And that meant the world to me. Right? Mm-hmm. There are little things that you would never know would change someone's life. But that's why I always tell people, like, you have a story. You never know when that story's going to change someone's life. So that meant everything to me. Um, as well as me explaining back to Brent, I've never had a better first day in my entire life. Yeah. My first day at the Chamber, although busy. <laughs> <laughs> busy <laughs> we're sort of keep being busy. <laughs> um, it was phenomenal. Like the way, I think everyone's arms were wide open. Yeah. Like we are so excited that you're here. Not a day went by still that people are like, I'm so excited. I really got a random email from someone. And they were just like, I, I saw you in the magazine, and I'm so excited for you. No, like, oh, <laughs> that's
0: so sweet, right? Like that's yeah, so sweet. That's a great um,
1: community. It is, and I think if more people would feel that, feel the value of being here, have someone reach out and just say, "I'm so excited that I was able to see you on a podcast." I'm yes. so excited that I learned about your business. You have great food or product or whatever. I'm so excited that you're here. That would make people feel like. If people actually care that I'm here, and they want me to be in this particular region. Right. And we can work more on that with our community partners about building the outside of the work, mm-hmm. you know, community. But if people felt that even at their workspace, I think as a chamber, we could say job well done. Yeah. Um, and then we lean on our community partners who are very much all about the nightlife and engagement and entertainment. We'll let them do that because that's what they do very well, mm-hmm. and we'll funnel people over there um, so that they feel like I fit in here, I belong here, I see myself here.
0: Yeah. That's our goal. That's very good yeah all right well ashley i think i will let you go okay. thank you so much yes for joining you. us and uh podcast people look forward to seeing ashley more in the future A lot. hi i'm shannon schumacher account
1: executive kentucky market leader at haran we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience.
0: So Heartland is celebrating its 110th anniversary this year. Recently, we partnered with the Kinkle family and the Fisher family in northern Kentucky, Boone, Kenton, and
1: Campbell counties. and We have three uh, offices there to serve the northern Kentucky region. Just remember when the economy heats up, come see us at Heartland Bank where banking really feels good.
0: Come on over to Heartland,
1: where banking feels good.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with Ashley. She has got some great ideas and really clear priorities for her position. I'm excited to see what she does in the future. Thank you to our sponsors, CVG, Crew Consulting, Haran, and Heartland Bank. We could not do this podcast without our wonderful sponsors. Don't forget to get your tickets for the Women's Initiative annual breakfast. Uh, That event is literally just right around the corner. One more thing before I let you guys go, I wanna bring up Black History Month, that is February. We are going to, uh, on our social media, have some profiles highlighting Black-owned businesses that are chamber members. We really want you guys to be able to check those out and uh, get to know those businesses a little bit better. We will also have some of those business owners as guests on our podcast next month, and I'm excited for you to meet all of them. Finally, if you are a member who wants to be featured on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight podcast, or if you're listening to the podcast and you would like to become a member of the chamber, please reach out to Lynn Ablin. You can find her contact information in our staff directory at nkychamber.com, or I believe we have it popped up on the screen for you guys. Thanks for joining us. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week.